The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Koopsik. Dr. Koopsik. Dr. Koopsik. Now, we did get an email this week. You know, And it might be because she thinks I'm an actual doctor, or it could be because right before on the... um, paranormal warehouse they just had a psychic on ah maybe that's it i know it was a very interesting email it was only what one sentence long yeah asking uh um am i gonna be able to have a baby yeah and like yeah jason's not a real doctor (laughs) and uh, i just play one on a podcast that's right that's right and um we are not psychic in any way shape or form um so i'm I'm gonna wish you the best of luck with that but i can't answer your question <laughs> like i wish i could i'm gonna uh, email her back and i tell would her too that she probably has the wrong person yeah but. i bet she was looking for the uh the paranormal warehouse peeps i think it, it was daniel Classer. however yeah. i'm not sure how you pronounce his name he sure. was interviewing a psychic right before we went on i bet that might be it I mean, other than that, or she thinks I'm a real doctor. Hey, man. If you're a real doctor, I got some questions for you, too. Shoot. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Here, <laughs> let me let me get it up to the webcam. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this thing? Oh, my God. How's your, uh, how's your week been so far, my friend? Rainy. Yeah. Dude, the sun poked its uh, pretty little head out this afternoon. I said, what the fuck is that shiny thing in the sky? It's been raining. um, Like nonstop. Two weeks. 13 days officially in Kansas City is the longest time with a day or precipitation every day. Um, Yeah. Like I'm telling you, dude. It's it's been dreary. It's been uh, not really cold, but uh, just kind of rainy shitty I'm like ugh, can we just have like just a couple days of fucking sunshine would make all the difference in the world because my god I don't know man just been in a funk you know what I'm saying just a funk what the fuck was that I was having something I was having some weird feedback in my ears but it's cleared (laughs) out now all right all right Oh, my goodness. So what are we talking about, brother? Tonight, well, first I want to mention, go to podbros.com, the best damn podcast network out there. What up? And check out all their great shows on there. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them we sent you. Go listen to the episode, uh, I think, 93, 92, 
uh, or one of those of Pod Bros promotions where yours truly, Josh and I, were interviewed. Yeah, we even uh, we even kept it uh, PG for the kiddies, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, it was probably harder for you than it was for oh, me. Oh, dude, it was tough, man. <laughs> it was tough for me. Not going to lie. So, yeah, go to podbros.com. Follow them on all the Instagrams. They do have a Patreon as well if you feel like supporting yep. the old network. Yep, go yep. check that out. Um, I would like to mention that on our 200th episode, we will also release a Patreon account, a Patreon page, where you too can be part of a secret society. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of cool stuff. It's just not going to be your regular Patreon page. Uh, It'll be a blast, though. You'll get to be an actual member of... I'm not sure the name yet, um, but it will be an ectoplasm show secret society. You know what? Maybe we should uh, maybe we should reach out to our good peeps here also, and maybe get some suggestions uh, for for some really cool names. You know, like something along the lines of like Ecto Cult or something like that. But obviously, it's got to be a little a little cooler than that. It's got to like roll off the tongue. I don't know, man. So if you guys yeah, have I, any ideas, I, let us know. Let us know. I'm working on it. I'm working on a special logo for members Ooh. of that. And um, as well as different levels will be different positions within the secret society. You'll have different ranks and different uh, different different perks for different levels and all that fun stuff. That could be fun, man. And who knows? Hopefully someday we can actually have hold real live meetings. Hey, you know what? I have a wonderful idea. We hold the meetings at Big Rip, and we, I don't know, we we, we could talk about whatever we wanted to, you know what I'm saying, but we could... Yeah, uh, let's see, the problem is, is... No. The majority of our people probably don't live in Kansas City. Yeah, well... But we'll, we'll figure it all out. I've got another idea that we will discuss right after the show. <laughs> then right. We'll be able to like talk this out a little bit more. It'll be good, though. That could be fun. Yeah, it's been brewing. Been brewing for a little bit now, but... Nice. Very nice. Very nice. And so uh, this... I'm going to throw this out there, too, just at the beginning here. If you guys want to uh, get a hold of us in any way, uh, reach out to us by text phone call or uh even a even a, a fancy little picture message if you want to it's 913-730-7255 uh for the ecto ecto line <laughs> ecto phone line so yeah give us a ring give give jason a <laughs> ring specifically so oh my goodness all right now what oh, we, um what's up You, you, I think that the person that emailed us is listening here because um, they said in the chat box that they were wondering if they were going to have a baby. Oh, there you go. It's the same person. It's Randy. The other one was um, the person that emailed us was Gina. Oh. And I'll email you back, Randy, about maybe some people you could talk to because we do not have the ability to tell that sort of thing. Josh but, and I, uh, so. but two guys in the know would. Yeah, either that or Charles. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and them. So 
That could be fun. All right. So oh, we uh, have a goat. Uh, we also have Jeff who says hi. Like your show from the goat. Hey, thanks. Appreciate that. I don't know if he means he is a goat or the goat likes the show or if either he's way. confusing us with somebody else. Either way, I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's a goat show. I'm fine with it either way. Very nice. You are. You like goats. I don't mind goats. No. <laughs> All right. What the fuck are we talking about tonight, man? We are talking <laughs> about ghost ships. All right. Ghost ships. And there are two different kinds of ghost ships. See, okay. Already you're pissing me off. No, I'm joking. I, I'm pissing you off? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, what are the types of ghost ships, though? Like, obviously we've heard tales of, of ghost ships and things of that nature. Yes, there's the spectral kinds of ghost ships. And then there are the the ships that show up mysteriously with no people left on them. And the majority of the stories I have tonight are those. They're showing up with no people? Yeah, some of them even still have fires going, like in the fireplace, like the older ones, or, or food on the table, or coffee that's just been made, stuff like that. They're finding these ships that just... People just disappeared off of them. Okay, they don't this, know why. That's freaking amazing. Um, so this topic, actually, my wife, Kara, suggested this topic... Yeah, and something she was really interested in when a couple hours ago we still hadn't decided what we were going to do. So um, I buckled down and pulled up a bunch of stories. Proud of you. Super proud of you. So the first one we're going to talk about is named the Ocean Wave. Okay. Uh, The story behind the Ocean Wave was supposed to be a warm one. Artist Bas Jan Adder set a three-part performance around the ship. First, he would be sent off by a student choir singing shanties to a piano. Then he'd sail from Cape Cod to Falmouth in England in a craft only four meters in length. That's only 12 foot long. Yeah. going to sail across the Atlantic. Um, when he was going to arrive eight to ten weeks later, he would be singing the end of the song to finish the performance. But still, the uh, so yeah, he he built this little performance around the whole thing, but yeah. Um, the problem was he never arrived in England. His boat was found floating by itself without a trace of Boss Yon Adder within. Damn, dude. People speculate that a rogue wig took him. Yeah. Or that he became disoriented and fell in, or even that the whole performance piece was a mask for his own suicide. Either way, he was never seen again, and the boat was just found floating out there. Huh. That's interesting. So, like, my first thought, obviously, was, like you were suggesting, a wave. Came, knocked his ass off, and that was that. You know what I mean? That was fucking it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one or one of the more tame ones, but there yeah. wasn't anything wrong with the boat itself. So, so the, I mean, it could it have been a wave, no, knocked it over and up, it righted itself and and whatnot. But they couldn't tell anything from the boat as to what happened to the guy. It's so weird, huh? Okay, that's a cool one. So this one, they actually have figured out 
kind of what happened, but they still haven't been able to find the people. Uh, the High Aim 6. The High Aim 6 was a Chinese ship that left the port of a Tai... Or, the port of Taiwan back in October 2002. It was located in January of 2003 near Australia without any of its crew aboard. For a while, the mystery was why it was abandoned in the first place. Uh, it was stocked with food, was in good condition, and wasn't smuggling immigrants. The High Aim 6 made news again when a single remaining crew member was located. It was only then that we got some sort of story. The rest of the crew had murdered the ship's captain and engineer, then left to go back to their homeland. The reasons behind the murders or the location of the criminals are still unknown. Damn. So they don't know why, right. but this one guy that was had supposedly been on the boat showed up and said that that's what happened, that they murdered the captain and the crew member or the engineer, and then somehow went back to China without the boat. Jeez, dude. Because the boat washed up in Australia. <laughs> this is amazing. That's freaking amazing. People are nuts, though. People are absolutely batshit crazy. The Jean wow. Singh. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Another one in Australian waters. The Jean Singh was found in 2006 without crew. The ship sported a broken tow rope, which suggests it was in transit when the rope snapped. There were no signs of damage or piracy on the ship, so it was probably a simple case of fragile rope. Mystery solved, right? Um, not as easy as first hoped. There was no identifying marks on the ship, and I saw a picture of this ship. It was almost, It was a cargo ship. It was a yeah. massive ship. It wasn't just like a little boat. Um, it didn't turn up in any searches for registered ships. It just had what? the name on the sign, uh, which they couldn't find it registered anywhere in the world. Nobody Shit. put a message out to look for the ship. What the hell? Um, so if it had been towed somewhere and just broke off, they still it would have been reported. Uh, nobody claimed it. Uh, when, the sh when they tried the ship's engines, they found them inoperable. So the engines um, were not working. And other than that, like the boat itself or the ship itself was in fairly good shape, though. Yeah, just the engines didn't work. That's uh, it. it says, even though speculations say the ship was a resupply vessel for shipping boats, nobody knows where the ship originated from. So nobody out there had ever seen this ship or what? had record of this ship anywhere in the world. And so what the fuck are they hauling then? If it's a cargo ship, I like I don't know. What? I I'm so fucking confused now. If it's a cargo ship, that would suggest that it's hauling something at some point, right? The one thing is, is it may have been hard. It may have been used for illegal purposes, that's but there was nothing left on the ship. Okay. When it was found. So that's where I was going to go then next was what if it was unregistered or whatever because there was some shady shit going down with it. Um, but there wasn't anything so on the boat. nothing on the ship. Now, wait a minute. So, there's, that. so think about this. Then. There's nothing on the ship, right? There's no crew. There's no cargo, mm -hmm. correct? 
the uh, the the uh, tow rope is has been severed. Correct. Yes. Okay. So it here's doesn't say in this article if the tow rope was in front or in the back. However, it was towed, but it, there was a tow rope on it that. So something had been towing they, it. Yes, exactly. So what I'm suggesting is maybe they took cargo off, hopped on the uh, the same ship as the the cargo, and severed the rope. But why? I mean, because the boat itself. Maybe the fuzz was onto him, like how I use that word. But then they would have a record of somebody looking for the boat. Unless they're the same cast of shady characters, then nobody's saying a word. That's the only no, no, way no, they're no. not talking. I mean, talking. if they're hiding from the police or getting away from a government or military yeah, or investigative service, somebody would have been looking for that boat. Yeah. And the fact that the name wasn't changed on the side, it was just the name it had. Apparently, it didn't look like that the name had been changed. Like, Damn it. Because nobody knew where it came from, they couldn't tell that for sure, but. So, yeah, I mean, that could have happened, but still... Yeah, but why? If it was a legitimate... Let's just say that, that somebody was towing that boat somewhere for whatever legitimate reason. Yeah. It's still... Even... Okay, so... Nobody's looking for the boat. They couldn't find any record of anybody looking for that boat. Let's say some illegal shit was going on on that boat, and they took it all off. Why yeah. get rid of the boat? It's still worth a shitload of money, even <laughs> if the engines don't work. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the next one. That's the a good Kaz, one. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. The Kaz, the Kaz 2 was a small yacht found off of Australia's coast in 2008. It was reported to have been manned by three people on its departure. Des Batten and Peter and John Tunstead. On discovery, the yacht had a torn sail and contained a still-on laptop and a mug of half-empty em- half coffee, but no crew. The co- a coroner, I don't know why they asked yeah, the coroner because they didn't have a body, uh, but a coroner stated he had solved the mystery, <laughs> saying that one of the crew fell in trying to free a fishing line from the propeller... Maybe they found a fishing line in the propeller. And a second followed suit trying to save him. The third turned the boat to fetch them, but the wind suddenly changed and the yacht's boom struck him into the water. This theory, however, has its fair share of critics and the actual events of the disappearance are still unconfirmed. But the laptop was still on and it had a half a mug of coffee. So it didn't get hit by no rogue wave or anything like that. No. And that is a very fucking elaborate... (laughs) Like... That's a very elaborate uh, hypothesis by the uh, the coroner, you said? Well, yeah, they just said a coroner. Okay, I don't know why they were asking a coroner. <laughs> what uh, do you I, think, I, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you think, little guy? Uh, science, bitches. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Cat says, the fuzz. Yes, hello. I was not aware there were 1950s robbers in the room. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's right. The rabbits. Jeff says his paranormal name is the goat. So he is the goat. I like it. All right, so the next one is called the lunatic. Okay, this is getting good. 
this one is um he might still be out there actually so the lunatic holds the story of Jurstrik, a 17 a 72 year old man from slovenia he wanted to set two records to be the oldest man to sail non-stop around the world and to do it in the smallest boat without an engine nice. he was by no means a novice Okay. He had already done a round-the-world trip in 1991 and wrote four books about his adventures. So what the fuck does he want to do it again for? <laughs> he took he took a radio with him on the trip. Yeah. But soon, after New Year's Day in 2009, he went silent. A passing ship found the lunatic empty and with heavy storm damage and its emergency boat at the back was missing. Jure... And his emergency boat were never found again. So this one is probably um, quite explainable that it obviously the boat was heavily damaged. For sure. And um, sorry, I was laughing at something in the chat. And then his little boat got sunk somewhere. What they say in the chat, you dick. Uh, It says because you're on the lam. We could just keep going with this. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good story, though. But, yeah, like you said, it's pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty cut and dry, honestly, though. Yeah. The Resolvin, discovered in August 1884 by the sailors of the HMS Mallard. The Resolvin was found drifting at sea. The Mallards signaled to the crew but received no response, so they decided to board the ship. On the ship, there were no signs of trouble. In fact, it looked as if they had been recently lived in. The galley had a fire lit, and food was ready on the tables, but nobody was around to eat it. Wow. Uh, There were no obvious signs of structural damage or a fight. The only clue as to what happened to the Resolvin was the captain's entire stash of gold coins was gone, and the lifeboat was also missing. The Resolvin was taken to taken in and refitted with a new crew, but its old one was never found again. Huh. So how many people we now, talking here, do you the, think? Like, it doesn't say, yeah. but I'm guessing it's a good amount. This is um, amazing to me. So there's food on the table. Had to have a lot of people to yeah. run the sails and stuff even, so... But we're talking like food on the table. Like <laughs> this is amazing to me. Yeah, the fire and the fire still going. in the fireplace. So I mean, we're talking what? Maybe I don't know. What would you suggest? A couple hours. Two hours because, tops. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be. It, I don't know the the structure itself. It, it could have been like a wood stove, and those yeah. can burn for um, like a day or so. But we're not more than a day usually. Um, so it had to have been that day it was lit. And the food I mean, would have, like, guess, been, the food would have probably looked way. fairly fresh as well, because otherwise they would have commented on the fact that the food was uh, old, stale-looking, you know, things of that nature, probably. Yeah, you think that somebody would... Okay, so they, they kill the captain, throw him overboard, with no blood left or whatever, right. take his gold, and they all leave on one lifeboat. Huh. You think that one of those people would pop up again in the future somewhere? Somebody would run into them. Somebody would figure out who they were. Yeah, I don't know. That was back in the late 1800s. So this 1884. Amazing. Nice. 
So this next one is a group of boats called the Korean People's Army Ghost Boats. Now this one, I remember this one being, this series of stuff being in the news. A strange array of 12 wooden boats were found floating around Japanese shores. By the state of the boats, they had been out out to sea for a long time. But what's even more mysterious was their content of 22 corpses. So there were actually corpses on these boats. <sighs> Some of the bodies had their heads cut off. Jesus. And one ship contained six skulls. The what? only clues of their origin were that one boat was labeled Korean People's Army. And the another cl- contained a cloth that looked like a tattered part of the North Korean flag. The reason behind the ghost boats is still a mystery, but I have, you know, they may have been refugees that were attacked and then killed while they were wow. taking off, and they just they just left the boats floating out there with the bodies in there, and they sure. took time. Sh- I mean, that one's, but they still don't know exactly, you know, because obviously nobody in North Korea is talking about it. Yeah, why would they? Huh? That's fucking the disturbing, sea- though, man. Yeah. This like one's it. one of the older ones, uh, the Seabird. Okay. The Seabird was a 1750 merchant vessel that grounded herself against Rhode Island. The ship was devoid of all humans, but it still contained a dog and a cat, <laughs> which happily greeted those who investigated the ship. Okay. After the, Fuck. Uh, after the ship was investigated, several clues were discovered coffee was boiling on the stove breakfast was laid out tobacco could be smelled and coins were visible on the tables but there was no crew the ship was still in perfect condition with no signs of disaster or mutiny the only clue to the clues disappearing or the uh, was the ship's most recent log Branton Reef sighted uh, the ship's emergency longboat was gone but both the longboat and the crew never turned up again. So they wow. think that maybe they thought they were going to run into a reef and bailed out on the longboat. Huh. But still, the coffee was boiling. Yeah. And what they just, they all got on one boat and left and weren't <laughs> able to get back to the boat. See I mean, ya. yeah, I don't get it. It seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I don't get it. Huh. These are fucking crazy. Left- I didn't realize there was like this many stories with. Yeah, we're gonna get into some that are actual like ghost spectral ghost ships, but there's I have twenty five different stories here. Good God, man. Um. Yeah, when we get about halfway through, we'll take a break. But this one we actually talked about on the show. Breaking news: We talked yeah. about on the show. Is this the guy, the Manfred Fritz Bojarat? Yes, the guy, the mummy guy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a twist in here that I did not know about. The uh, battered yacht found by local Filipino fishermen had nobody piloting it, but its single crew wasn't missing. In fact, the body of the German sailor Manfred Fritz Bogerat was found with them, slumped on his desk, reaching for the radio. After a heart attack, it took his life. Even stranger, his entire body had been appeared to be mummified. He went missing... From two thousand, he went missing yeah. in two thousand and nine. It was two thousand sixteen. So seven years later, seven years. Yeah. 
So people believed he had been dead for several years, which would easily explain why he went missing. The actual mummification was predicted to be due to the dry, salty air and would have taken a few weeks to start. Then the autopsy came in and some shocking news. Manfred had died from his heart attack just a week before they found him. What? The reason Manfred went dark for so long and how his body mummified so quickly is still unknown. So he had only been dead for a week. How the fuck? According to the autopsy. So if he'd only been dead for a week, why hadn't he spoken to anybody since 2009? I mean, that could be explained as, oh, he just wanted to be away. He didn't want to be around. You know, he ran off. (laughs) Don't fucking talk to me anymore. Sorry. (laughs) Big fucking bullies. Oh, my God. Poor guy. But, yeah, I don't... How did he determine... Well, how did... You saw the pictures. How did he look like that after only a week? Yeah, it was just a week. The only thing I can uh, come up with, though, is... It's science, bitches. Like, that's all I got. Like, that's all I got. I don't know. But I, it. Maybe it's not science. Maybe it's pseudoscience. It's science. <laughs> I don't know. All man. right. So this one was mentioned in the chat, and I didn't mention it because I knew we were going to be talking about it. This is probably the most famous one. Okay. Uh, the Mary Celeste. If you've read about various real-life ghost ships around the world, you'll notice a lot of them are nicknamed as a certain country's own Mary Celeste. It's only fitting that we take a look at one of the more famous ghost ships to exist. In November 1872, Benjamin Briggs boarded the Mary Celeste as its captain, along with his wife, daughter, and eight shipmates. So there was... 11 of them. Yeah. The goal was New York to Italy. But the trip didn't last more than a month before it turned up without denizens. Um, the ship had its lifeboat missing, but had six months worth of food and water on board, and no signs of structural damage or a fight. Okay. The, sh- the ship has various theories mutiny, pirates, sea monsters, a vengeful slave. And an explosion from crude alcohol. Uh, whether the whatever the cause was, the Mary Celeste lives on his most famous ghost ship ever. But Amazing. there's so much other stuff on this one. But it's the same as the rest of the stories we've talked about. It just yeah. they found the boat. And... It is interesting, though. Damn, man. You think about this, like makes you wonder like how many fucking corpses are just floating around the ocean at any given moment you know what I'm saying or, I mean at this point it'd just be like bones you know what I'm saying but goddamn, like it's disgusting to think about uh-huh. uh, the Carol A. Deering next one uh, was it mutiny piracy communists or bizarre supernatural experience in the Bermuda Triangle that robbed the Carol A. Deering of her crew. Communists. This five-masted commercial schooner was on its way back from delivering a load of coal from Virginia to Rio. And during a supply stop in Barbados, 
The first mate was arrested for making threats against the supposedly interfering and not so sharp-eyed captain, but was released on bail and forgiven before the ship moved on towards the destination of Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, the ship was spotted when it hailed the Cape Lookout Lightship, or l- Lightship. I guess it's not a lighthouse; it's a light ship. Lightship, look at In North Carolina, and a man with a foreign accent on board told the lights keeper, lightship keeper, that the vessel had lost its anchors. But the next time it was seen was when it ran aground in Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. The crew, their belongings, and the lifeboats all missing. The crew was never located, and the U.S. government has never came up with an official explanation, though that they did consider foul play by rum runners or communist pirates set foot to capturing American ships. So this must have been like in the 50s. That's why somebody with a foreign accent came over the radio. Um, Wow. Today, conspiracy theorists often use the Deering as an example of the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle, despite the fact that the ship was far away, <laughs> but by the time the crew disappeared. Any uh, any chance to throw in the name the Bermuda Triangle, people are going to jump on that shit, though. Well, yeah, I mean, if it happens in there, it's going to be... Yeah. Nice. Good stuff, man. I tell you what. Ugh. Let me set up here. Like I'll kick back and fucking comfy. Let me see here. Uh, why don't we go ahead and take a little break, and then uh, have a little word from our sponsors, and we'll talk to you guys in just a brief minute. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. One night. One location. One group of friends. Pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how... How everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. So, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the Brush with Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. joshherd.net. All right, peeps. We be back. 
Koopsik, you with us? I am. All right. What the fuck? Like over Having here. problems over there? Nah, I was just fiddle fucking. Fiddle fucking around. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what I do. Twisting knobs. You, just, you have the most adorable terms. Thank you. Hey. I appreciate that. <laughs> Anyways. You want to get back at it? I want to get back at it. Let's do this. The Bell Amica. Uh, when a classic style schooner, Dude. unlike any... What? No, I'm just going to say something real quick. I'm just going to jump in here. Like, some of these nautical names for these fucking boats... Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what some of these names are, but they're fucking terrible. Like, they're, like, I'm when guessing they're, this one is a, a different... It's... I don't um, know. I'm sure you're absolutely right. I'm just it. It sounds to me like if language. They, oh yeah, like it sounds to me like if they were passing out names, that guy was out taking a piss while they were giving names. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got like the last of them. So anyway, continue. I'm sorry. When a classic style schooner, unlike any seen in Italy before, was found off the coast of the island of Sardina with no crew on board, it seemed like a repeat of the Mary Celeste. Uh, but this is no seemingly mythical tale from ages past spotted by an Italian Coast Guard in 2006 this ghost ship contained a half eaten meal of Egyptian food French maps of North African seas a pile of clothes a flag of Luxembourg and a wooden plaque bearing the name Bell Amica wow Italian authorities found that the ship had never been registered in any country. Because the ship was misidentified as an antique in the press, a tsunami of public interest surrounded the case. But it was soon revealed to be a modern yacht belonging to a Luxembourg man (laughs) who likely didn't register it for tax evasion purposes. So this one has a happy ending, and we don't know what happened to the guy, but (laughs) it was a yacht. He probably got to keep his money. Got to keep his money. That's what happened. Wow, fucking wow. I mean, I mean, what? What? If so, picture yourself down in Florida, sitting on the beach, and a fucking schooner washes up in front of you. What is the first thing you're thinking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't are you know. flashing back in time, or the pirates coming, or <laughs> like shit? <laughs> what is going on, man? Wow. That's interesting, though. Good the stuff. The MB Joyita. Joyita. Uh, the MV Joyita may have been an unsinkable ship, is what they called it. Yeah. But she wasn't immune to other problems. With 25 passengers and crew on board the Joyita disappeared in the South Pacific in 1955... Five weeks after the ship was reported overdue, it was spotted off course, partially submerged and missing four tons of cargo, including medical supplies, timber, food, and empty oil drums. Wow. The radio was turned or tuned to the International Marine Dis- Distress Channel. The lifeboats were gone and the blood-stained bandages were found. Uh, some believe the captain was injured or killed and the passengers and crew felt they had no choice but to abandon ship, but that still doesn't explain the missing cargo. If it was partially submerged, maybe it went down to the bottom of the ocean. 
would be my guess. That's what I'm thinking. Sodomy? It, it could be. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it probably was. Like, if it were me, I'd say so. But I don't know. Shy to me. See, others agree. Others agree. Sorry, somebody was asking where we could find, where they could find us. You can go to ectoplasmshow.com or any of your favorite podcast apps. Anyways. <laughs> your favorite podcast apps. Sabrina. Or go to Pod Bros Networks. There it is. Pod Bros Network, podbros.com. Yep. Uh, the Sabrina. Yet another ship found without its crew was the Sabrina. A three-masted sailing barge that left a port in southern England in October 1917 with a cargo hold full of coal bound for St. Bruay. I don't know. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. It'll be fine. (laughs) You're fine. Uh, When the ship was found in France, aground and abandoned, but in good shape two days later, it seemed that some kind of conflict related to World War One was to blame, like perhaps a threat of gunfire from a German submarine, like the one pictured above. Oh, you guys can't see it, obviously. Can't see it. Uh, <laughs> did the U-boat threaten uh, that threatened the Sabrina for force the crew on board and then retreat when it was spotted in Allied ship nearby? Perhaps uh, some people believe that it's this hypothetical submarine was later sunk in itself. Um, but yeah, so. The ship was intact, in good condition, and it was just sitting on the ground on the ocean side with no sign of anybody. Huh. Oh, it's the Jenny from from Forrest Gump. Sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> uh, the schooner Jenny. Uh, May 4th, 1823, so long before... Forrest Gump. Well, he may have been around yeah, back I'm then. Yeah, I'm sure he was there. <laughs> Seems to have did been. Did you know that Forrest Gump, the book, actually had a sequel? I did not and know And they're that. still thinking about making that sequel? With uh, Tom Hanks? Uh, well, the last time I read about it was like 15 years ago when they were thinking about doing it. Well, but fuck me then, though. Like, Tom I Hanks is getting up there now. Anyway, keep going. Probably. Anyways. Uh, no food for 71 days I am the only one left alive the captain who wrote this message was still sitting in a chair with a pen in his hand when his this message was found wow. in his logbook a full 17 years later his body and those of the other six people on board the British schooner Jenny had been preserved by the frigid Antarctic weather which had ensnared the ship in ice and led to their deaths the crew of the whaling ship was dis- that discovered Jenny so long after the disaster buried the passengers, including a dog, at sea. It's amazing. I think you're pronouncing it wrong. So, yeah, they know what wrong, happened with though. this one, but what? I think you're pronouncing it wrong, though. I should be Jenny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry. But Fuck yeah, me, so man. It was I want to go watch out that there movie for now. 17 years. Before. 17 years. Pen still in hand with the captain. It's nuts. It's crazy shit. So the uh, 
Bechimo. The Bechimo. <laughs> Another crazy name. I like it. Uh, used like to trade it. pelts for provisions in Inuit settlements along the north coast of Canada. The SS Bechimo was no stranger to harsh conditions. The 230-foot cargo steamer that had been freed from pack ice a week earlier when it got stuck even worse in October 8, 1931, leading over half of its crew to abandon it while 15 remained to wait out the winter nearby in a wooden shelter they had built. When a blizzard struck on November 24th, the ship was later found to be missing and assumed sunken. But it turned up three days later, 45 miles away. The crew gathered up the cargo and abandoned the ship, believing it wouldn't survive the winter. Yeah. But once again, it did not sink. Over the next several decades, sightings Jeez. of the Bekamo, uh were reported all over the coast. And some people even boarded the ship. It was last seen stuck in ice off the Alaskan coast in 1969. Wow. So it may still be up. That's what I was just going to ask. Is it still around? It's got to be. I want to. I mean, that's pretty cool. I want to go explore something like that. Fuck yeah, dude. You know how amazing that would be? Shit. We'd probably be the ones to die on it. It'll be fine. Come on. Okay, so the the Kelouche. Okay. So this one is a mythological sort of one. So it is a legend of the Chilota mythology where it is described as a ghost ship which comes into being every night near the island of Chilo. Every damn it, night? Um, yeah, that's what it says. It says the ship carries the spirits of all the people who have drowned at sea. <laughs> the Chiluche is strikingly beautiful, bright and gay as always, surrounded by party music sounds and laughter. However, it only stays for a few moments and then suddenly disappears or submerges itself under the water. Wow. Uh, th three Chilota spirits, or water spirits, the Serena Chilota, the Pincoya, and the Picoy, who resemble mermaids, summon the spirits of the drowned. Huh. So they say that it shows up every night. Somewhere. Somebody sees it. For even just a moment. Every goddamn night. Crazy. S.S. Valencia. In 1906, the S.S. Valencia sank off the coast of Vancouver, British Columbia, after encountering bad weather near Cape Mendocino, and thereafter became the subject of mysterious ghost stories. Eventually, 37 of the merely 108 people were saved using lifeboats, among which one simply disappeared. I'm sure he just fell overboard. Since then, <laughs> since then, many a fisherman has claimed to witness ghost ship sightings with human skeletons, even after many decades post-sinking. So they see this ship with, skeletons. with SS Valencia on the side with Skeletons doing things on the deck. What are they doing? Question. Well, they're probably working. Question. Yeah. You're out in a boat. Yeah, like a fishing boat, right? Mm. 
and um, you you happen across this ship that I don't know seemingly just appears out of nowhere, and there are fucking skeletons on the deck, like moving about. What's Koopsik's next move? What's your next move? Um, I would honestly, I would probably drive away from it. But you're not going to go very fast. <laughs> like this is the point. Like it's still going to be in direct eye shot for for quite a few moments. Yeah. But So other than steering away, now what? Just observe. I mean, what, what the hell can I do? Duke your pants. I'm not going to go board it. <laughs> Duke yourself. I don't know if I do that. I might do that. I might set up a camera as I drive yeah. away. <sighs> might have to go towards the ship. You might have to steer towards the ship, towards the ghost ship. Yeah. I think you might Why? have to. Why? Because it's just it's what we do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're gonna fucking have to. Um, I don't know because it's it, it's fuck. It's it's not like you have to use the boat to get away. You have to. You can't swim away. Nah, so if I approach, I, it, I if think something happens to the boats. I'm stuck with the boat. I can't personally run away. I can't walk on water. Despite what you might be able to, might believe, but <laughs> here's what I'm saying. My theory is this, and to test this theory, there's only one fucking way to do it, and you have to drive towards the boat. You have to go towards the ship, okay? So you steer towards the ship. My theory is the son of a bitch disappears. Disappears. What? It, that's taking a pretty big chance, right? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, you might become one of those skeletons. Hey. You just have a little bit more meat left on your bones. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, God damn it. Like, <laughs> I still think it's going to disappear. What happens when you see a spirit and you chase after said spirit? As a lot of us do. I know people listening, uh, people watching. I know a lot of us do the same thing when we are investigating. We run towards shit. We don't run away from it, right? As much as, trust me, as much as I would rather run the fuck away, we go towards it. But what happens next? It's fucking gone. Right? Yeah, that's... It's fucking gone. I don't know. I see... Okay, so this ship is massive. It's bigger than any building you would investigate for this the most part. Point. This is my point. How many people get the opportunity to do this? You're a pioneer. <laughs> You're a fucking pioneer at this point. Freshly, freshly beshitted pants and all, and you I go towards or shit. You would I be would, fucking no, I, scared. I, I, honestly, I don't think I would be scared unless be. it started coming towards me and felt threatening. Oh, but I, I wouldn't be scared. That's but another. I don't good know one. if I would chase after it because of the fact that I. It depends on how close to land I am, maybe. If I could swim it or not. I'm thinking you're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, then I'll probably yeah. just you're try to drive swimming. away. No, no swimming. <laughs> swimming is not allowed. 
Oh, I'm sorry, man. I just keep thinking about shit like this. It's amazing. It's fascinating. It's like they these stories or whatever have been going on for fucking centuries, right? And there's always been ghost ship stories. And there's something sexy about it. There's something very, very sexy about this. <sighs> Koopsik, we got to go to the ocean. I know, like, every episode we plan a new trip. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to become uh, a mobile podcast. Coming well, to you live from, that. like, fucking Belize and shit like that. You know what I mean? It can All happen. All right, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I could go for boats. I like boats. We could do investigations from boats. I don't fucking care. We could do something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's. Well, I only got a few more here. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, like six more. So, okay. Uh, the Orang Medan. Medan. Uh, In 1947, two American ships, while passing through the Strait of Malacca, went off to a rescue mission after receiving a distress call from Orang Medan. The caller claimed to be a crew member and conveyed the message of death of everyone else on board. His words over the air weirdly ended with, I die. That's the last thing he said. He said, I die. What the fuck? The rescuers found the ship unharmed, but the entire crew, including the dog, dead with terrified faces and expressions. Before further investigation, the abandoned ship caught fire and exploded. What? It says the probable reason could be overexposure to nitroglycerin which was was carrying illegally. The other mystery resolves around the story or stories of paranormal or alien invasion. Um, but still, damn. The guy said, "I die." Maybe he yeah. didn't speak English very well, and he was saying that he was dying. I mean, yeah, it doesn't maybe. elaborate that, but why would they look terrified? That's what I'm wondering, man. Like. If they all had like weird expressions on their faces, that uh, would suggest some form of foul play. I mean, it's, I, I'd have to look into it. Maybe exposure to the fumes of the nitroglycerin can warp your face in a way like your body responds, not like it actually affects you, but maybe your your body responding to the fumes makes your face cringe or do something weird, possibly. It's fucked up. Hearing weird noises. Really? It's just whenever I'm in here, I hear like I, there's people talking around me. My daughter's the only one home, and she's asleep. She's been in bed since for an hour and forty minutes now. Wow. And my dogs are out there. The TV's on, but the TV's really low. Okay. So it's definitely not the TV because it's all the way on the other end of the house, and well, halfway across the house more. Yeah. And I have it turned down, so. Interesting. What'd you hear? It sounded like 
something. Oh, it's far off sirens somewhere in the neighborhood. That's what it, it is. Wailing like, <laughs> I, I, like I, I. The fuck is that? <laughs> That's interesting. Hey, it's got to be that. At least you know your hearing's not going bad, huh? Oh no, it's definitely going bad. Yeah, like oh no, trust me, it's it's totally screwed. That's what happens, buddy. You get to be our age. That's what happens. I'm telling our you, our age. I that's still have right. Better eyesight than everybody I know, though. Yeah, my eyesight sucks. Sucks. Anyways, the the Octavius. I want a boat named Octavius. Are you serious? <laughs> no, this is badass. The Octavius became more than a legend back in 1775 when a whaling ship named the Herald found it aimlessly drifting off the coast of Greenland with all of its crew frozen dead by the Arctic cold. So the crew is frozen. Wow. To add to the spooky environment, the ship's captain was found sitting at his desk with the logbook in front of him. And finished a log entry from 1762. Jesus. So that's 13 years before the last time he entered something to when they found it. So that he was either frozen for 13 years. <laughs> and you think that they would thaw out at least some? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, as relating to this could mean the Octavius had been floating for 13 years and completed its passage to the Atlantic while returning to England from the Orient via the Northwest Passage as a ghost ship. So it ended up close to where it was actually traveling to, but 13 years later, with the ship's crew frozen in the last entry that he's sitting in front of from 13 years before. We made it, boys. (laughs) Shit. That's nuts, man. These are great stories, dude. These are fucking great stories. Yeah, thank my wife. She can, uh, I actually did this topic on the radio show I did a while back. Yeah. I didn't have nearly this many. and She had suggested it then, and she suggested it again tonight. So. Nice. Uh, the Lady Lovey Bond. All right. An interesting story of love, jealousy, and rage completes the tale of this haunted ship. In 1748, the day before the Valentine's Day, I don't know why they put the in The The Valentine's Day. Not just any Valentine's Day. That's right. It's the Valentine's Day. Go ahead. It was set a sail as a celebration of the ship's captain's wedding. Nevertheless, his friend, who was too in love with her, who was too in love with her, they need to, they don't have punctuation in there. Who was in love Anyways, with her also. A friend who was also <laughs> in love with her, out of vengeance, steered the ship into the notorious Goodwin Sands, you sinking know, it and killing all on board. It's just like breaking bro code all over the fucking place. Dick move. Quick fact that I learned the other day. Quick fact. Anybody over anybody over the age of 18 in the state of Alaska can marry other two people, no matter not needing a marriage or certificate or anything like that. 
No. Uh, uh, anybody, anybody over the age of eighteen can marry two other people. Do fuckers want to get married? As in, be the person, not like, him marrying the people, like overseeing the marriage. My guess is that is because that place is even way back when it's so sparsely populated that maybe it was really hard to find an actual priest or somebody. And now it's just licensed to marry people. It has just stayed on the books yeah. <laughs> ever since. Good God. Anyway, so since then, this ship could be seen 50 years, every 50 years, sailing around Kent. 1798, 1848, in 1998, what are you doing in 48, buddy? What are you doing? I, hopefully I'm still alive. What are you doing in Ot 48? Ot <laughs> uh, 48? Uh, I'm, ho- I'm hoping to still be kicking. You'll be fine. Shut up. Come on. <laughs> Stop it, you morbid fuck. Come on, we got shit to do. <laughs> We gotta figure this shit out. God. Okay. The uh, oh man, this one, this one. I don't. I think that somebody drunk just tried to type in this name. <laughs> the uh. Lyubov. I was pretty fucking close. Wasn't the Lyubov Orlova. All right. The uh, the it's L Y O or sorry, the L Y U B O V. O R L O V A. Okay. <laughs> Modern ghost ship. Perfect. Um, if a giant. Okay, this is from a different website, so it's a little bit written a little bit differently, but it's still the same kind of story. So, if a giant floating hulk drifting aimlessly among the ice fields of art of the Arctic Circle, crewed only by hordes of cannibal rats, sounds like a setup to a horror story. Horror story. Think again. The fate. The fate of you. <laughs> The lion, the lion vulva. Go ahead. Is very real and very weird. A luxury cruise liner built in the former Yugoslavia. The vessel was impounded by Canadian authorities to pay off the owner's debt a few years ago. Yeah. I'm not sure when this was written, but uh, when the government was unable to sell it off for scrap, they reportedly allowed to shift the ship to drift away into an apocalyptic storm. I don't know why the hell they would bother. <laughs> uh, presumably in the hopes that it would sink. No such luck. Instead, the Orlova simply floated away. By now, allegedly overturned with disease-ridden rats forced to eat one another to survive. Ever since, there have been alleged sightings, including a recent panic in Britain, that the ghost ship would drift ashore and unleash its nightmare contents onto the UK. Yeah. Uh, the Orlova is now presumed sunk, but there's a possibility that the ghost ship's still out there, perhaps with a surprise in store for some unlucky salvager. So yeah, it's full Jeez. of nasty cannibal rats. That's insane, man. Nasty cannibal Crazy. rats. Yikes. 
So that's what probably would happen if we boarded a ghost ship. We just get eaten. We would. Well, I don't know if it, they would. We would get some weird disease that had been brewing in there for fifty years. I think it'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> I have a pretty good immune system. <laughs> yep. Should be fine. Uh, the HMS Yuri Dice. E U R Y D I C E. The HMS Yuri Dice. Uh, naval disasters don't come much more tragic than the fate of the HMS Yuri Dice. On March 24th, 1878, the ship was caught in a blizzard off the coast of the Isle of Wight in the UK. Within minutes, she capsized, taking 317 people down with her. Wow. That's a lot of people on that ship. Lots of peeps. Not long after, visitors to the island started to report seeing a strange phantom ship that disappeared exactly where the Yuri Dice had sunk. What really, what's really creepy about the ghostly Yuri Dice is just how many people have seen it. In 1930, a British submarine was forced to take evasive action when a ship apparently directly above them, or appeared directly above them. Uh, nearly 70 years later, Prince Edward sighted the ship during a TV interview, watching as it faded slowly away into the mist. Since then, many more people claim to have seen the Yuri Dice haunting the spot that marks the ghost ship's watery grave. So, yeah, yeah tons of people, including Prince Edward, and a submarine had to actually take evasive action because it popped up above them. That's fucking sweet, dude. That's awesome. We need to check so let's go to that one. I'm fine with it. I am totally fine with right, that. So this is... um. This one here is not a specific ship, but a type of ghost ship. A burning ghost ship. Whoa. Phantom ships consumed with flames or burning in the far distance have been reported from all corners of the world since time immemorial. Uh, usually reported after a ship has perished in fire explosion, they're said to return late at night, still glowing with the flames that sank them. In Canada, both the New Northumberland Strait and the coast of Nova Scotia are said to be haunted by burning ghost ships. Wow. Rhode Island has its own spectral flaming vessel, and in Alabama, an old river ship is still said to haunt the byways of the Tom Bigby River. Uh, look further afield, and you'll find many more reports of these burning boats. So, yeah, so there's burning boats everywhere. But they don't know what they don't know specifically what they might like. They don't have names for them because they're just on fire. (laughs) That's fucking crazy, though. So one last one here, and it's probably the most famous one of all. Do it. The Flying Dutchman. Yeah. Uh, no other ghost ship is quite as famous as the Flying Dutchman. Crewed by the souls of the damned and doomed to wander the seven seas for all eternity, unable to make port, it's the archetypal campfire story of the sea. Gar. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, dude. 
Reports of the Flying Dutchman have been around since the 18th century, with some believing its origins lie further e- or even further back than that. Each time the tale is similar yet different. A phantom ship that seems to cut through the air, bringing portents of death, destruction, and misery in its wake. Some versions have it that the crew will call out to passing vessels, asking them to take messages home to now-dead loved ones. Damn. Others have it that the devil himself is on board, stalking the gangplanks. It is said that King George V himself once saw the ghostly flying Dutchman during an 1880 sea voyage. He's not the only one. Across the centuries, hundreds upon hundreds of people have told tales of encounters with this famous ghost ship. Could it be a phantom vessel crewed by a long dead real... uh, is really stalking our oceans? And I say, why not? Damn. I like it. So, yeah, I mean, there, you can find more details on all of these things. But, yeah, so what do you think? Do you think there are... What do you think of the... Okay, we'll go the, by the two types. What do you think of the ones that just show up and even the ones in perfect condition with no crew members left? I think they're cool stories, don't get me wrong. It's kind of unsettling, like, what may or may not have happened to, like, the, the passengers, the crew, the whatever. Um, however, I do think more often than not, there's probably a logical explanation behind those types of cases. Does that make sense? I would agree with you. Um, I just, they're definitely mysterious, though. Exactly. But at the same time, then, like, on the, on the other hand, like, with the other ships, like the ghost ships themselves, like, that's some fucking sexy stuff right there, dude. That is sexy. You know what I mean? I dig that stuff. Yeah, I don't think that the 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 mystery ships that don't have crew anymore probably don't have a paranormal story behind them, but they're still a great mystery. Like, exactly. Especially the ones with like the coffee still boiling on the one and the the laptop still on on the other one with a half a cup cup of coffee. Like they were just sitting there doing yeah. some work on the and laptop done. and disappeared. Gone. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just amazing. I would love to see a ghost ship. I would love to see it. Maybe with some skeletons yeah, dancing, on, cool. dancing on the deck. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Just to see. You know what I'm saying? Just see what happens. If you got chances okay so you you do chase after the ghost ship with the skeletons on the deck i think we have to and it and it doesn't disappear you yeah, pull up to it and they're waiving for you to come on board yeah what do you do then <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh that would be the moment for me where i'd be like well shit i don't think i really thought this through you know what i mean <laughs> i mean fuck i don't know what i would do I mean, at that point, for me, okay, if that was me and I did all those steps and we got up to there and it didn't disappear and they're waving, I'd go on and have a good time because you're probably not getting away anyways. That's a good point. Might as well just go Try party. Try to make your, the best of it. Yeah, go party your ass off, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Might as well. Time of your life. Literally. For the last time. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Better than uh, driving off somewhere and having like just like poop poop out of thin air dead or bottom of the ocean or whatnot. Yeah. What might what else might happen? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go party with these suave motherfuckers right over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Cool, cool. All right, guys. So uh, that number one more time, 913-730-7255. Shoot us a text. Uh, send Jason a dirty voicemail, what have you. Ectoplasmshow.com. We're also uh, Instagramming and tweeting at Ectoplasmshow and The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook, on YouTube. Go ahead and give us a look. Find us wherever. Again, guys, a huge, huge thanks to our buddies over at Paranormal Warehouse again for uh, letting us hijack their uh, hijack their feed and uh, do this fun shit. What twice a week? You know what I'm saying? It's a good time. Yeah, go to their. It's not really new, but they're more now kicking off. Yeah, uh, with more articles and stuff. Go to paranormallowdown.com. Yeah. It's run by the same people as ParanormalWarehouse.com. And it's going to be a news slash, or it is, a news slash article website that I've started writing for. And by the time this airs, there will be a new article by me on there uh, talking about hidden symbols and hidden things within the currency of the United States. That's sexy good topics good topics all right guys well i tell you what you guys have a great rest of your week have a great weekend we will talk to you again on tuesday morning bright and early with the paranormal news jason my friend it's been a pleasure Are you there, my friend? <laughs> like I fucking am. dick. <laughs> Leave me hanging. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out.